and welcome to MedBits. I'm Matthew Sajan. And I'm Javeen Patel. We are two undergraduate students with a passion for medicine. This podcast will focus on increasing our understanding of medicine together in a concise format. We'll be exploring a variety of topics, such as the latest news in medicine, medical conditions, interesting research papers, and the culture of the healthcare world. Check in with us every week to stay up to date and learn a little more in just a few minutes. In this episode of MedBits, we'll be going over how to get into medical school. We will specifically be looking at the U.S. system for the purposes of this podcast. The journey starts for most people in college, although for the particularly motivated students, one option is to try and get into a BSMD program, which guarantees acceptance to medical school. In order to get into one of these programs, you would want to start collecting the sorts of experiences that the average pre-med collects in college earlier on. These seats are highly competitive, and getting a spot is not an easy task. So going back to the traditional route, let's say you are in college. Now what? First, you'll need to pick a major. Your major doesn't need to have anything to do with medicine as long as you complete your medical school requirements. Medical schools don't really care what you major in. Looking at the stats bears this out. Bio majors have relatively low rates of acceptance when compared to math majors, for example. So feel free to major in whatever you're passionate about, but consider that you'll also want to maintain a high GPA. Don't overload yourself with a course load that you don't feel confident about, because you will need to leave room for many of the other medical school requirements. These requirements come in a variety of forms. Apart from GPA, your other objective measure of skill will be the MCAT, or Medical College Admissions Test. This test is how medical schools compare applicants from all around. You can think of this as being somewhat similar to the SAT or ACT, although obviously the level of difficulty will be radically different. Most students will set aside a month or two to prep for this test. You'll also have a variety of uh, subjective requirements to meet. You will want both clinical and non-clinical experience. Clinical experience can come in the form of a job, like being an EMT, medical assistant, or medical scribe. Among these, medical scribes have a fairly low barrier of entry and gives you direct access to doctor-patient interactions. EMTs are able to provide more real care, but must undergo a rigorous licensing exam in classes. And medical assistants kind of fall in between these two extremes. When it comes to non-clinical experience, the options are quite broad. Consider volunteering with the food bank or with a crisis text line. Really, any sort of volunteer activity that you're passionate about will be a great addition. Another focus, especially if you want to get into a top med school, is research. Medical schools like to see that you have some real experience with the sciences outside of your normal structured lab experiments. It's also a great way to build a relationship with a mentor to acquire a letter of recommendation. This brings us to yet another necessary requirement for medical school, which is to build strong relationships with your professors so you can ask them for letters of recommendation. A great way to do this is to regularly go into office hours so your professor becomes familiar with you and can write you a strong letter. 
Be sure that you have genuine questions when you go into office hours, and don't just go in to get that letter. Another thing to keep track of is physician shadowing. If you're working as a scribe or such, this might be a less pressing of a factor, but it's important to have a few experiences of following a doctor around and learning what they do. After all, you should want to do some shadowing before you're committing your whole life to this profession. To quickly recap what we covered so far, try to maintain a strong GPA, especially in the sciences. Remember to study for and take the MCAT. Build up some research experience and aim to get some publications under your belt. Strive to pursue clinical experiences and non-clinical volunteering and develop relationships with the people that you want writing your letters of rec. And try to shadow physicians across specialties. This is a fairly substantial list, but the AMCAS gives you 15 slots to put your experiences in. So think about how you can stand out and fill up those slots. One way is to pursue leadership roles. Maybe you could join clubs that matter to you and make a difference in them. Or maybe there's a hobby or sport that you've poured time into that you think medical schools will be interested to hear about. Once you've gone through this process, it's time to start applying to medical schools. The acceptance rate for medical schools is abysmally low. It's fairly unlikely that you'll get into your school of choice. You'll need to apply to quite a few schools because much of this is a numbers game. There's never such a thing as enough hours or a guaranteed acceptance. This is a subjective process, which means that you might get into a top 5 school while being rejected from a top 50 school. You don't want to apply to too many schools, though, because then you won't have time to complete your secondaries for all of the schools, and your quality will suffer. Be smart about what you can realistically feel capable of. This process is certainly a rigorous one with a number of variables to keep track of. Remember that there's no such thing as a perfect application and try to make a plan for how you want to allocate your hours. You can consider perusing the accepted applicant profiles on Reddit for more of an idea of exactly how much variety exists within this field and to get a feel for how many hours you want per each of the things that we mentioned so far. Again, there's no perfect number, but it helps to know that you're on the right track. That's all we have for you on this episode of MedBits. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.